least number two. Welcome to the Campfire Gaming Podcast. Today we're going to talk a little bit about Destiny. This is Mike. With me here today is Sam. Hello. And we've got Matthew. So Hiya. We'll working through some of that Destiny talk now that I started playing it again. Kind of weird getting back into it, i got to be honest. You know, there were like 12 areas that I didn't know what they were. I haven't played since the original. Vanilla Destiny 2. Yeah, so I, I didn't play any of the expansions. I was like, what are all these places? How come the menu's different? How was, well, how was your experience? Because, uh, you know, Vanilla Destiny had its problems. So being, what, a year and a half since, was it all good? Was it, you know, w- were you excited to see all those improvements? You know, I really liked Vanilla Destiny 2. Like, I enjoyed playing it. We did, you know, we got all the way up to the raids and we were having fun. And there was a good group of us that were going along with it. So, I didn't really have anything negative to say about it. I think it was just a shock getting back into it. Nothing worked like I had assumed it was going to right away. And, like, the light level was much higher. The the uh, level cap was much higher. It's really hard to say if the experience is good or bad. The biggest change, I think, probably from Vanilla to Forsaken was the change in weapons. You weren't stuck at using primary, secondary, and heavy in certain slots, um, or, you know, being ammo-based in, in those slots like they had in... God, I don't even remember. What was it in, in, in the first one? Um, or in Vanilla, it was, it was, kin- was it kinetic, elemental, and then a heavy? Was that... I, yeah, I think that's what it was. I'm remembering, right? God, it's been so you long. You only have, like, slot two is only elemental stuff. But now, now it's kind of... At least ammo-wise, it's... You can have... You know, you can carry three shotguns if you want. Yep, I did you know. see that. So it's it's kind of cool how they unlocked that. Still don't use shotguns. And actually, <laughs> if we, we'll talk about the Crucible a little bit later, but uh, holy crap, are those things garbage in regular game, but unbelievable in the uh, Crucible. Yeah, they're just snipers. <laughs> Couldn't, anyway, that's, that's another area. The Crucible, I've got a whole host of uh, stuff to talk about there. You know, getting back into it, getting the new light levels and trying to uh, make my way through the story again now that there's more content. I was really happy to see that they added a lot more to the game. feels like there's a lot more, you know, that you can play through. It wasn't just a, a constant grind. But I guess for those people that played it throughout and waited for all these things, they probably just did a bunch of grinding. I didn't think it was a grind until I realized that it was that solstice event. That's kind of when I really just first started coming back into it. For those of you that know the solstice events is they drop a full game or a large expansion every fall. So they have this kind of celebration of destiny, all things destiny and end game. They call it the solstice event. Um, they also have moments of triumph, which is kind of an end of the year thing as well, but um, slightly different, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even get into the moments of triumph stuff unless I accidentally unlocked something. Um, but uh, seeing like that new area, the European air zone or aerial zone, that was interesting to me. I had a lot of fun with that, um, jumping in and fighting, you know. I think the way it worked was you'd jump in with a group of three, you'd fight mini-bosses, as many as you can, um, and then you go and fight a regular boss, which is just bosses from different parts of the game. And then the part I didn't care for was the uh, hunting down chests. But I thought that was just an excellent thing that they should continue to do throughout the seasons or throughout the years is give these little, you know, larger events where people can go in and, fight these mini bosses what did you think about that because uh, i don't think they did that last year uh, the solstice event last year no i don't think they they, they didn't do anything uh didn't have that kind of new game type right the Air, uh, european aerial zone uh they've they've done that in the past year with their their halloween event which is 
can't think of the name of it for right now. Um, but they also did it for the Ravelry. They did it for God. I'm, I'm forgetting all their, their their holiday ones. They did it for for Halloween, Christmas, kind of a springtime one, which was the Ravelry, and then Solstice of Heroes here, where they kind of they kind of put a new twist on something. Or uh, I guess the Solstice was a, a new one. The previous ones were kind of a twist on um, fighting through the infinite forest and fighting different waves of monsters in a time thing. Um, but as far as doing this European aerial zone type. Uh, event based gameplay uh they didn't have that last year it was just kind of grinding the armor which they also had this year but they didn't have it tied into this uh event specific type game type um i i kind of enjoyed it i was mixed on it it was kind of fun to be in a different area i like the verticality of it uh i was not a fan of hunting for the chests that was you know it, it really wasn't hard in the grind you had to for for the armor to one of the the things you had to do was get x amount of chests i think it was like 50 it wasn't hard to get that it went pretty quick i think i got it in four or five playthroughs but it's still kind of frustrating especially when you hop into a game with a bunch of people that are doing really good and we're killing a bunch of bosses and i think the max we had was like 12 and it's like well we only got like eight of the chests because you only have so much time i think it was two minutes or something after you killed the boss to go find yeah, and some of them were kind of impossible to find if you hadn't already found one in that location before. Um, That's where the verticality was really fun for the gameplay, but not for searching for the chest because some of, there was a lot of little, like, they probably weren't dead ends, but some complicated inner workings to some of the buildings or the, the rubble. But uh, it was it was yeah, frustrating I trying to definitely find. Definitely ran into a few spots where I was like, oh, I can go through this hallway. up oh, blacked out door. I can't mm-hmm. go there where you think that that would be a logical progression because there's a set of stairs that'll go up six levels and then there's a blocker. I don't think I would have hated it as much. Like, I guess, you know, kind of putting it on a map and running around um, knowing where they are the whole time, you know, I get maybe they wanted to kind of make it a little more fun, a little more treasure hunting, but I, I wish they would have, what they did was when there was 10 seconds left, they marked all the, you know, the, the ones you didn't find yeah. on the map. I wish it was a little longer than 10 seconds, maybe 30 seconds. You know, something where, you know, 10 seconds isn't, as, again, as we're saying with the comp, how complicated some of the inner workings of the buildings are, 10 seconds is not enough unless you're already near it. Right. Well, even 10, then. Yeah. It's so, so I, you know, I think it would have been maybe, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more if it was more like 30 seconds, but. Yeah, so the Solstice event uh, brought me to a couple of different game modes that I hadn't played. Uh, I didn't play the Gambit mode. I uh, haven't done that yet, and that actually, I think, might be my favorite part of Destiny so far. Yeah, that was kind of a fun addition. That was Forsaken. They 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 yeah, introduced that. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really fun game mode. So the way the game mode works is uh, it's two separate teams of four, right? Yes. Um, and you have to complete um, a task of collecting these like. Um, God, what are those things called? They're like tokens, motes, basically. Motes of light. Yeah, motes of light. That, and then you go dump them into a giant container. And at certain intervals, you send... Um, it, it's competitive, so you're racing against the other team to see who can you know, collect, I think it's 50 motes of light or something like that. Uh, um, I think it's quite a bit more than that, but yeah. it's it's a PV, Five, 50, PVEVP yeah. game type. So, so you end up uh, trying to sabotage the other team while you're trying to also collect these moats and get them deposited and once you deposit them all 
a boss shows up and you fight the boss. First team to kill a boss wins the round. I think you have to win two rounds out of three. Two out of three. Yeah. Uh, so it's just a ton of fun because, you know, as you're going through it, you get to jump over into the other team's world and try and, you know, slay the other guardians while they're trying to do what they're doing. It was just a lot of, a lot of fun. You could just jump in, interrupt real quick and then hop back into your own world and continue playing through. Um, I definitely had a blast, you know, picking the, who's got the, the most, Oh, this guy's about to deposit 10. I am hunting you down and just, you know, ruining his day. Cause you know, on the other side, they're just screaming at you for yeah. uh, blocking them from being able to deposit a huge chunk that would have sent, uh, you know, minions over to your world because that was one other part that was cool is if you deposited a certain amount and matt if you know what those are you can let me know yeah it, it, you can hold a max of uh, 15 moats and at every interval of five so you can send a blocker over right and what the blocker does is just a extra enemy and your your um your your i was gonna say the fault your bank the, yeah your bank closes up and why that uh that that uh, blockers over there on the other side the the other team can't bank moats of light so yeah so at, at, at every interval of five there's small medium and large blocker so that can be just some and they're all taken enemies so not a big fan of taken but yeah it's usually just some little taken enemy if it's five if it's 15 it used to be the uh the big what was it uh, uh, the the hive ogres but again the taken version of it but now they're the stupid fallen captain versions of the taken which i cannot stand <laughs> those enemies they just spam their little black ball disorienting black ball thing that just pisses me off so and they teleport everywhere when you're about to murder them yep so i don't know i think uh it introduced me to that doing the solstice event because you have to get how many ever kills or play a certain number of matches in that i don't remember what it was for the uh the gambit style of play but uh no that i think that's something that really hooked me back into playing the game itself um and really getting an interest in completing the armor events because it was just so much fun playing that part yeah the solstice event is fun and i know it's it was a lot more fun for you i I know for me i've done it the last couple years last year to well to me this year was very similar to last year with just the introduction of of the the eaz the european aerial zone um i do think last year they think they had a little bit more to do with the the i think i think it was more strike and crucible based uh maybe some public events I think they still had a lot of that. It, again, it's a lot of it was the same grind. So for me, I last year I grinded all three of my characters to the purple armor, and I master classed it because it was, in my opinion, easier to master class. You still needed a, a clan or somebody to go through like a raid to get one of the pieces of master classed. But um, so this year when I hopped in and kind of saw it was the same, I really just did it for my Titan, and then the master the. Cl- uh, or let's call it master class master, master working. working the master working it was a little bit tougher with uh you had to do was it a dungeon or a for one piece of armor and 200 points in a uh a nightfall strike which was just like i you know yeah i still have no idea what the points are in a strike <laughs> yeah so it, it was it was one of those where it was just i didn't want to get burnt out before shadow keep came because i know i felt that way a little bit last year when i grinded so much on all three characters to get their their purple armor and and master work them it was just going into forsaken luckily it was new and fresh enough that i didn't get bored too quickly but it was yeah yeah i definitely you know as as i worked through getting that armor i uh absolutely stopped playing for the last two weeks just because of the the amount of grind that it was it was just straight you're constantly trying to do something 
and and working towards one of these goals and the biggest thing that put me off to it was the crucible events like it just trying to get um like player kills with void grenades only or void class it just super difficult for some reason and uh the crucible has changed from what i remember uh you've got certain guns that can be unlocked by doing different deeds and they seem like they just wail in comparison to anything else i don't remember how many times was that the recluse killed me like well that was at least uh, 50 that was one of the pinnacle crucible pinnacle weapons um so i know those are supposed to be a bit better but uh yeah the the the, the problem with some of the crucible too uh is they haven't done much to tune it in the last year and they've even Bungie's even admitted to it uh, where they've uh, it sounds like they probably were just busy separating themselves from Activision while also with Shadowkeep here coming up there is going to be a bunch of changes coming to it but it was it's been pretty stale for the entire year I mean even to the point where there's not a ton of maps and the meta hasn't changed a ton they've they've kind of put down some guns that have gone rampant in it um, I didn't play much during this period but the the lord of wolves was running rampant for i think a couple weeks if not maybe a month or two before they kind of brought that back in line to where it wasn't just wrecking but i mean yeah some of those that's a um some of these i I get it and it's really cool that they have these pinnacle weapons but it's with you get match made a lot against the people that have these crucible pinnacle weapons uh like what is it It was luna's howl i think is another one that just you can get wrecked by and it's like everybody can get it if they want and they work hard enough but it's just it's hard jumping into a map and being you know put against a stack of you know people that are carrying these pinnacle weapons and just wreck you yeah absolutely it uh and trying to get one of those pinnacle weapons it was just ridiculous you had to spend how many of our hours just playing in like the competitive mode just to get like because i wanted the recluse but i could never i was never going to spend that much time back and forth because it's not just you jump in and you play it and you keep playing you can grind towards it if you lose which if you're not you know if you're solo queuing it's much harder but if you lose you lose points you don't you don't get to move forward to your next uh next tier to be able to get it so that's the one thing and i don't want to complain too much about it because you should be earning something a really cool weapon for what you're doing but both the both gambit and strikes have pinnacle weapons as well and the thing that i kind of never quite understood was they're all grindy right that that makes sense you want you know want a really good pinnacle weapon it's it's going to be grindy but what i don't get is the crucible ones are the only ones that require like you can play for a couple days and not progress on it because they're so tied to competitive i think there's only one uh, well, I guess there's probably two weapons now, but it still requires a lot of glory. There's a sniper rifle I can't remember the name of, and Redrick's broadsword. Although Redrick's broadsword is requires five resets, which, in all fairness, is really not that hard, but still requires a lot. But uh, the the reason I brought up the the gambit and the strike ones is those is like you're always kind of progressing yep. with those, and it, it it's still a grind, but you're always moving that notch a little bit every time you play. So that's why I've gotten a few of those. I don't think that's that's terribly hard and those are kind of fun to do, but yeah, that's why I've never really gotten a pinnacle crucible weapon. It's just, I just competitive is poison. I just, I don't want to go in there. I've gone in there and then most of that is because I solo queue. Yep. Um, yep. But it, it's just, 
again, not my game type, not not what I like playing. And again, to your point, the yeah, I can win a couple games, but then I can lose a couple games, and I'm back where I started. You know, so. So another change that's going on right now, and I don't understand a lot of it. Um, and I didn't really, I don't think it was there when I was playing. Or the armor mods, they're they're redoing again how armor works. They're they're redoing. Well, what's coming out this uh, was October first, unless they push it again. Uh, Shadow Keep is armor two point uh, where I and I'm not even an expert on it yet. Most that's because it's not out yet, but what'll be nice about it is so originally you're tied to in the last couple years with destiny you're tied to whatever piece of armor get has the best stats or the best perk rolls on it right you're gonna use that what's nice that i like about destiny or armor 2.0 is now you'll be able to you know kind of use those mods and you can apply you have a i think they call it energy you only have so much energy on a piece of armor and each mod costs i'll say energy um, and when you master work or work towards master working that piece of armor, you get more energy to spend. So you can put better and better mods. Now I might've missed it, but you also have to go through a process of earning a lot of these mods, but once they're unlocked, they can go on any piece of armor you have. Uh, but what, what this does too, is it allows you to kind of, uh, you, you find the armor you, that has the stats on it you like, and you can put the perks on it you want. And you can also, you know, it, it'll make it easier for you to get back to looking the way you want. I think that's the biggest thing for me in Destiny 2 is there's not once where I just... I even loaded up Destiny 1 a, a couple months ago. I'm like, I'm, I'm just swapping in all this cool armor I have and making myself look badass. And in Destiny 2, I just look like some weird garbage heap. Just, you know, yeah. all these just different random pieces. And as the sets, they look really cool. But since I'm going for, you know, perk and, uh, you know, maybe what's higher light level or... or what have you it's just i look awful i kind of feel like that's a huge thing because this you know destiny is supposed to be like an mmo right it's an mmo shooter supposed to be an online playing but i think um that's kind of the the gist of one of these games is you want to look awesome that's what you grind for the gear for is but you don't want it to be crappy gear you want it to look great what if they did and i guess with the the 2.0 change uh maybe they don't need to do something like this but if they did something where you could have armor and one of those, and what was it, like, Guild Wars might have done this, where you can have an armor equipped, but you can have the visual style of a different armor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're going to have something similar to that. Uh, they, they were very hesitant to call it that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, the other thing, too, with Armor 2.0, I should point out, is they're also bringing back, was it Strength, Intelligence, and Intellect? Was that it? They're, they're basically unlocking, they're making the armor... Drifting more towards that RPG, you know, instead of action game. Um, it's basically the three the perks, or not perks, uh, stats you had in the first game that helps speed up melee, grenades, and super. Uh, so they're kind of unlocking that so you can see that and also just have those as random rolled stats. So that'll help go into the play of it. But yeah, they're making armor just much more customizable and some of that will be the look and it'll make it easier for you to look the way you want, which, you know, it's, that'll bring back uh Dresdeny, I think they call it Dresdeny. Dresdeny. There was a, there was a bunch of like Reddit, you know, I think there was a subreddit at one time for it where it was like destiny fashion. You could just make yourself look awesome or weird. So I'm excited for the armor 2.0 stuff. So I think Sam, you played it for a little while. Did you play Destiny two for a bit? Uh, no, just the just first the first Destiny. one. Okay. The first one. Um, 
That was only there for Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Dinklebot. Dinklebot. That wizard came from the moon. Ah, they, they sold those t-shirts for a small period of time. Yeah. And I was so bummed I didn't get a hold of one of those. Did it say Dinklebot on it? No, it didn't. No, it was, a, it was those. That, was it that wizard came from the moon? Yeah. You know, that, that famous line. I liked Dinklebot. I liked Peter Dinklage doing it. I, I do miss, uh, uh, was it Nolan North is the one that does the the ghost now. And he does a great job. I mean, Nolan North just does a great job in general. Yeah, that voice is probably 90% of the, him and Troy Baker do, I think between them both do 90% of voice acting in video games. But um, no, I, I really liked, you know, Dinklebot. Uh, Peter Dinklage did a great job. I think it was just due to the circumstances that are surrounded the release creation and release of destiny one. I, I think there was a lot of problems there and it was just cheaper to bring in Nolan North and redo some lines and sure. And yeah, get him in the future. So I stopped playing destiny two. Um, Sam, you stopped playing destiny one at some point. I mostly did PVP too. When I did play, um, the, I mean the general crucible, I mean, there's a lot, obviously it's changed over the years, but it's still the basic, you know, you go in there, you know, what is it? Well, it's back to 4v4. It was whatever the shotgun weapon was. was Shotguns so have always been oh. pretty... That pre- just grenades everywhere. I think that's like... So, I think the grenades are underpowered, for one. Underpowered. Um, the shotguns, I think, are overpowered. But I think Bungie just does that with shotguns in general. Because if you remember playing, like... Halo. Halo, playing it in your basement with your buddies, like just land parties. The dude who ran the top deck in Blood Gulch with the shotgun just ruined everybody. It was mm. just garbage. Yeah. So I think that's just a, a they bungee just love shotgun. shotguns. Yeah. Shotguns and snipers. Yeah. Never did the same thing in this game. Okay. There. <laughs> I, I feel like the guy, you know, I'm shooting at him from forever away and he hits me with a shotgun from, you know, half the room across. I'm like, how did I die? There is, um, and I'm blanking on the. Oh, what is it? the chaperone? I think is what it was. I, I I don't know if that still runs rampant in Crucible, but that used to have. It was an exotic shotgun that had some some range on it, and uh, that yeah, there was a, a good period of time in Crucible where that just wrecked people because it had just crazy range. That much power, that much range, crazy. Um, so coming up next is going to be Shadowkeep, right? That's the next expansion. Yeah, Shadowkeep is October 1st. So looking to that, knowing that uh, things are changing a little bit, what should I be excited for with Shadowkeep? Convince me to stay. You're going back to the moon. We can find those wizards, the moon. Maybe we can awaken the hive. (laughs) That'd be nice. That'd be cool if there was some throwback. Like you you find find a dead ghost. ghost, Yeah. Yeah, Some dead ghost or something. Uh, No, it's, it's, what is it? Eris Morn found some crazy thing. There's the hive are back rebuilding on the moon. It's, I mean, story wise, you know, you're going to be fighting hive on the moon again. Big surprise. Right. Um, There's nightmares. It's some like nightmare things. So you'll be fighting some old bosses you've defeated before. I know Gaul, Gaul, Gaul. Uh, from Destiny One or Destiny Two's main campaign, it, uh, Crota at some point is somehow returning again as kind of like some nightmare. You f- that you kind fight. of worries me though. Like, yeah. are they just gonna recycle the boss fights and we're talking put them into the Bungie new... here? They've they've in ways kind of done that a lot. I mean, they've also done it in in Destiny. Uh, you know, kind of reusing old stuff. Um, I think it's sometimes it's harder to be on that type of schedule and release 
always new stuff but yeah so it'll be interesting to see how that turns out um i mean there is going to be a main boss i don't know if they they mentioned it i'm guessing it's whatever crazy stuff eris morn finds on the moon um but i mean it, yeah I, I think i wouldn't i would not be surprised if you have to fight through these nightmares and they're like the bosses you fight in each level um almost kind of we didn't do it too much in forsaken but i think we just got to the point in the story with that where like it opens up and you you have to go kill all the what is it fanatics yeah i think we i think we defeated one yeah i think that or i might have run into him in a strike or something like that a playlist one yeah so you gotta go fight his little like underlings his his posse and uh each of them are like mini bosses have unique things so i wouldn't be surprised if that's what what they do here where i don't know you, you have to fight your way through whatever on the moon on shadow keep and bosses in each level or are these you know old nightmares you know crota and i don't know i kind of wish in the story they did so like uh when we first played destiny 2 together i loved that raid i don't remember the name of the raid because i haven't played it since forever um but all the mechanics in there like following those little puppy things around throughout the, the little bushes and trying to hide from them it was excellent i really wish that they would add some of that to their campaign I just maybe I haven't seen it, but there's not a lot of like cool mechanics to the campaign pieces. It it feels to me like, and Halo is the same way for me. Or you just kind of walk through and you're fighting, you're doing stuff. There's not a lot of that RPG puzzling mm-hmm. aspect. I'm really hoping that like the next campaign piece, they put some of those, you know, little pieces of puzzles in there where you've got to go, um, like defeat things in a certain order or you know. I think I think Destiny one and two has always kind of struggled. Uh, Destiny two vanilla story was pretty good, but I mean there, there is they've always I think struggled with their storytelling since they moved on from Halo. You know we were so used to these very good stories, these very good uh, levels that they designed to you know whatever whatever you're doing in the the Halo. Um, but they, I, I feel they've struggled a little bit kind of doing that in Destiny one and two because they're also doing kind of the open world aspect of it you know so they kind of you know have you run through a lot of those open world areas a lot um they don't they haven't really i mean through the struggles that both vanilla destiny and uh, vanilla destiny 2 had you know they that i think the story suffered quite a bit and probably the design around the campaign but yeah no i'd, I'd like, like to see more more challenge more interesting uh things you do in the levels for for the stories so that'd be a lot of fun you got a little bit of that with again with the the different uh, uh the fanatics posse and the different people you killed but they i mean it was really the bosses that brought that unique gameplay right right yeah i just that's the one thing i think they're missing is the more of the rpg elements to it so if you're going to make it an mmo rpg shooter combination is like really adding those i I think borderlands does a good job or at least uh, i played through borderlands one and part of two now Um, i think they had a lot of parts where there was you know you're actually going in and doing something versus just shooting and walking to the next area plugging your ghost in fighting a bunch of guys yeah walk to the next area put your ghost in so i'm really like as much as i'm enjoying the game um, i kind of hope they make a change like one of the areas that i found recently was and I don't think I needed to put my ghost into anything, but it was like a little bar, like a little nightclub with a fighting pit in the back. Have you played? Oh yeah, walked the, through that? Um, like oh shoot, what are those those called? The little the, yeah. Each map has. Oh, I'm completely blanking. They're, they're, each map has those little like explore little like uh, 
not dungeons, but these little like you know areas that you walk into. Oh, this is gonna bug me. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> well, it's, but, yeah, I was you, looking for Spider, and I, I walked into the wrong turn, and all of a sudden there's like a DJ playing music. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" The best part is depending on how, you know when you walk in there and how it's timed. I think it's starting when you first get in there. Is there was a song that uh, was it the an original Destiny soundtrack where they they uh, paired with Paul McCartney. Oh, nice. And that was like their credit song. That was, you know, the big epic song. And it, and it was it was I weird. Think, I think I heard that one. Yeah. Um, well, that's the song that's playing in that bar when you go into that area. So, yeah, it was it was just kind of... It, it's fun. Yeah, no, that one's fun because you're going in there and there's like dancing. There's yeah. some of the shanks. One of the shanks has a tray and drinks on it. Yep. Um, no, but, like little things like that. Like make it... Um, give us some of the life of some of these other characters right like mm-hmm. you don't see you always just see them standing there patrolling with a gun there's no there's no world to it to me like it's just a standing army all the time but then i walked in there and then there's like a fight club in the back where you have to work your way through a bunch of dudes that are you know broke out of their their cages because they send them in the pit to fight and then you get there and there's like a dude waiting for you and he just like starts the battle you don't, yeah. you don't you don't get to fight him yet, but I mean I you fight off up, the waves of his enemies. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, it, it felt like a little arena thing. It kind of brought me back to uh, Borderlands when you did that. Um, yeah, what was that? Mixie or Pixie? What was her? Mad uh, Moxie. Yeah, Moxie. Didn't she have like that arena no, that she stuffed Mox- you in? Moxie's. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Her her, her death arena yeah, or yeah. expansion it, or whatever. It, uh, reminded me of that, and I was like, all right, this is kind of fun. And then I went and found Spider after, but yeah. you know that was a, a peak of fun. So I really hope that they do more you know, sillier things like that. It was pretty great. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, that's the thing is, uh, too, for listeners that don't know, is uh, uh, Bungie finally separated from Activision, uh, what's this, uh, September? I think it was, like, back in March, February, something like that. Um, so I know since then, you know, there's been a lot of talk about doing things differently, and I know a bunch of the, the heads over there, especially Luke Smith, has been talking a lot about moving into more of the rpg side they've moved away from that uh, probably as you know because of the direction of activision how what they wanted to do uh with the game as opposed to what bungie wanted to do but i know that's what they're saying is i think shadow keep is probably the first step in kind of embracing more of that rpg side of the destiny game that has been lacking for a few for well since vanilla destiny 2 so yeah, I'm excited. I think uh, if they do it right, I really think that I will come back for a while. I don't think it's going to be another hop in, play it for a little bit, and then just get bored at the grind. So, but they're but they're starting to do seasons. That'll keep you coming back. Right? <laughs> so that's uh, a <laughs> didn't work for Diablo for me. So we'll see what this does. Well, this is supposed to bring in some kind of story and some uh, season specific maybe like activities or things like that. Uh, I'm kind of interested to see how it goes. That's where, um, was it? So shadow keep comes out October, October 1st, but it also starts the season of the undying, which is a Vex based season. So, you know, it's, it's weird. They're both starting the same day, but they're not, they're separate. Shadow keep will be all the story around fighting the hive and what's happening on the moon. Um, I know little of what's happening with season undying, but there is, uh, it's kind of, they're finally starting some continuation off of the original vanilla destiny story where you, if I don't know if you remember way back, you, you, what is it? The black heart or whatever, uh, back, uh, you know, you had that stranger to help get you and there was something corrupting. Yeah. So you're back there and it's a continuation on that story where the, the Vex are now like 
off to, I don't know, come kill you. Was that that awesome dude that gives you his gun at the end of the first game? The stranger? Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Wasn't it? Well, I mean, it was a robot, but it, was, it had a yeah. chick's voice, but yeah. Either way. Yeah. The, no, I remember getting that game and being excited, and then I heard Destiny 2 was just about released. I was like, oh, no. Yeah. Made it completely worthless. But yeah, so I mean, they're, they're starting this. They kind of did it this past year. Instead of doing larger DLCs throughout the year, they're, they're trying to move into the season-based thing, which is a lot of the live games are doing nowadays um uh, it should be interesting um they said it's going to be more they're going to have more storytelling through it um so i'm excited about that aspect the one thing that kind of came out this week is they're going to have season seasonal artifacts that you use to like level up and help was it uh over over level you in a way like there'll be a certain max light limit but that every time you level up the artifact will actually add more it's weird. I'm not, I'm not sure how it's well, all going to work. Give you more levels instead of doing an artifact. <laughs> oh yeah, this. What does the artifact like level you as like a? I don't know. Let's say it's a subclass. I'm not saying that's how it's going to work, but if if there was like a an extra like, you level up one artifact and it gives you like stronger void items. Well, that's so, so when you level up this artifact, you'll unlock specific mods to that season, and yeah, it, it it's it's also meant to I think once you get a certain point it'll kind of bump your light level more than what the max is. So for those people that just grind the crap out of destiny, they'll be able to over level their character, you know, instead of being stuck at that, whatever, 750 light, 300 light, whatever, you know, I think this is probably going to go to a thousand, (laughs) but um, the only thing I'm a little worried there is kind of interesting to see how it plays out is it's going to be, you lose those mods. They're seasonal mods. So you'll lose those mods when the season is over. That kills it for me. <laughs> Which they also kind of mentioned, too, that that might be how some of their seasonal activities go. So it's they're kind of starting to build, as you see with a lot of these live games, was it the FOMO? Fear of missing out to kind of keep people playing? Make you keep jumping in so that you don't like miss something because it's gone forever. Yeah, so I mean, I, I love Destiny and I play it a lot, but it's it's not one of those things where I want to be like, Oh no, I better play this. Cause I'll miss out on this. Um, for example, this was just a complete example that Luke Smith actually just kind of talked about this past week um, was uh, f- they had the season of the forge last year where you helped this one NPC unlock these source, uh, the forges. Um, and it was kind of a cool little time-based event. You had to kill a bunch of guys, throw these little charges into a forge. And if you did it in a time limit, a boss came out. If you killed the boss, you, set off the forge and it made you some weapons or armor depending on what you're doing um his example was you you'd really only get that base kind of shortening this up you'd really only get that for a season those forges so you'd spend all this time helping this npc throughout the season unlock these forges you get to play them yay have a good time get your armor and weapons but after that season it goes away as well as the npc so i'm like the forges were fun to play when i played that dlc but and not like I don't go back a ton, but they're still fun to go back or go back and play with new players. You know, like Mike, at some point we'll probably go back and work you through some of the forge stuff. If and, they're there. Yeah. Well, I mean, those ones will stay, but in the future, you know, oh, gotcha, kind gotcha. of example, you know, maybe they introduce something in this season of undying and that might go away in as I think their seasons are going to be on three month uh, rotation. So yeah, that would be annoying, especially if you lose any, like upgrades or things that you've worked hard to get because if they 
Like if it's a, a temporary mod that's cool and it helps you get through a, like a certain boss and then you have to get a new mod that builds you up to be able to fight another boss that you need like an extra 200 light for or whatever, right? Yeah, that's cool per season, but I don't know if that's going to be a driving factor. Like they'd have to release, for me, it couldn't be like a recycled boss that you need that extra light for. It couldn't be any kind of... I don't it'd think it'd be new content per season for me. I think that extra life for the or the extra light for the artifact. My understanding is that's just for, you know, they're not going to design encounters and gameplay and modes based off of oh you have to be over leveled by fifty. Right. Right. That's just to make it easier for people that do grind the crap out of the game to go back and just try new things, try weird things. That's some of the fun of watching this is any video game, but you know, watching, uh, it was a lot of fun watching a team take down, uh, Callus in a Leviathan raid. That was the raid you were trying to think yes, of earlier. Much um, fun. Watching. Never beat Callus though. When are we going to do that? Yeah. Yeah. We got to get a team together. My, the clan we used to play with moved to PC. So we're still Sam. Same. You're going to have to get destiny too. I'll have to get Sam into destiny, but, uh, it, you know, it's fun to watch videos where like, uh, once they, they, I mean, these guys were maxed out. They'd obviously run their aid a million times, but they beat Callus with uh, the Rat King. You know, the whole whole team was you know just Rat King. You know, so it's I think that's where some of this oh, the the artifact will help people just do like crazy stuff or try new loadouts. I'll say that's the one nice thing about maybe the mods that you get with the season is they they have you trying out different gameplay or different styles. Uh, but again, losing it, I'm not a big fan of that. Where Oh, I can only use it this season. Yeah, what's the point of the reward if you're going to drop it right away? Uh, I wish they would do more stuff like the Rat King, now that you brought it up. Um, One, that was difficult to get. It was a lot of fun to play with, Um, but it was was neat because more people that had it, the better the gun was. Like, it increased your damage, it increased your your magazine size, all those things. So, I wish they would do more stuff like that, too, more party-oriented gear. That was really neat. Yeah. No, it it was a fun little weapon, although I don't really use it. But, yeah, it's a whole... As a group, it's stronger. Yeah, yeah. Kind of no, that's fun. So what's what's nice, and maybe this will help uh, you get in, Sam, to playing, is along with Shadow Keep and Season Undying on October 1st, they're also releasing... Releasing? Doing? I don't know. Uh, it's called New Light. Destiny 2 New Light. Okay. What, it, what it does is uh, it's there for... It makes a good chunk of the game free. Oh. Right? So you'll be able to play all of Destiny 1, Season 1, essentially, and it's, it's, which includes the DLC. Uh, for free, you'll be able to play, uh, what is it? I don't think the Forsaken campaign is included, but you'll be able to play in those patrol zones. So okay. um, the Tangled Shore and the Dreaming City, you'll be able to go there. Um, which mean nothing to you right now. Yeah, which mean nothing <laughs> to you. But it's, it's, it's just really cool that they're they're kind of unlocking a lot of the game they're making pretty much all of crucible pretty much i think all of the strikes and get the the gambit mode that we were talking about free okay for just anybody to hop into play um it's part of again kind of drifting to this season thing you don't need the you don't need the base game or anything no you get the base i mean you get a free to play model for it they're moving towards some it's just another way to try to get people in by making a bunch of the content free it's a good idea Uh, so it's it's kind of cool too and i mean like what's crazy about it too is you're also going to be able to play the new patrol zone on the moon again you're not going to be able to play the campaign and all that but you'll be able to do the patrol I'm sorry, you will be able to play the first mission. I was reading the first mission of the campaign, uh, as well as the two strikes that are new. So you're getting a lot of stuff free. Um, And my understanding, too, is a lot of the older content and the future content 
they're they're kind of uh, what do they call it? They're kind of disconnecting it, right? In the past, it's it's well, if you want to play their DLC Warmind, well, you you had to also buy like Curse of Osiris, their first their first DLC, right? right. They're trying to move to a model where you kind of just play when you want, right? So you'll get all this stuff based stuff free, but if you ever want to go back and play. We'll say whatever their next season is after Shadow, the, after season Undying, um, you could just hop in and just play that season for like I think it's like ten bucks, right? Okay. And you can skip a couple seasons. You can come back, and you don't have to go backwards and get all the previous DLC. You can just jump in and play when you want. So, but uh, new lights, yeah, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna bring a lot of new people and maybe even some people who've played before back to the game, just because a lot of it is free and a lot of the main. Uh, your crucible strikes and gambit the big game modes That's will cool. be there for for new people to play so nice so as, as someone who has purchased every dlc that they put out how do you feel about them making stuff free i, I mean it's a bummer but i also in you know i look at it as money well spent and i enjoyed it when i when it came out right right i guess that's some of it too right it, with a lot of things i can wait Maybe I want a really nice, uh, or, or you know, what is it? You do it all the time with e- EA games, right? You want to play one of their games, but you know if you wait a year, there's going to be a Game of the Year edition for half the price, and all the bugs are going to be fixed, and it might actually be working <laughs> online, and their loot boxes might not be so bad. Um, but, you know, I look at it where, yeah, it kind of, you know, I've spent all that money, um, but I've enjoyed that content, and, you know, it's it's obviously, hopefully now in the future being separated from Activision, you know, help them make a better game. Right. Yeah. If you like the multiplayer pieces, I think you'd really like Gambit. It's really the the mixture between co-op and PVP is okay. just so much fun. Yeah. I, uh, PVP is my jam in games. Well, this is, yeah, you kill a bunch of monsters, collect moats, and then at a certain point you get to be, you can send over an invader and they're the ones that just go basically 1v4. Okay. Assuming one person from the other side isn't invading your world. Um, but you jump through and you just try to screw with them. and It sounds fun. Yeah, kill them. So uh, I think most of my WoW playing uh, was ganking and sitting <laughs> on their corpse. So you, 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 would, you were that guy. <laughs> yeah, you, you would, uh, you're going to really like being an invader then. So okay. be a lot of fun for you. The best moments are when you see the whole team is rushing to like deposit their moats. And you've got your rocket launcher, and they all run to the same spot. And you're like, oh, get a four shot just with one oh, and nice. watch. <laughs> you know the team is just, because they're, you know, turning those in, they would, they'd pop the, um, the the final boss that would come up that you have to try and defeat before the other team. But, okay. uh, you know, they're going to push that in, and each one of them just drops the F word right out of the, like, <laughs> you pizza, no. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or it's, the, you know, a nine-year-old calling you all kinds of names. Yeah. No, it's, it's fun. It's a fun game mode. Okay. That's not... I mean, when does the uh, free-to-play model come out? October 1st. October 1st. So, month okay. month from recording. So, yeah. We'll be able Three to try that Three weeks, probably, from when you hear this episode, though. Give it a shot and see uh, see if you like it. Because I would definitely play Gambit mode with you yeah. and just do that all day. Definitely. I'm I'm very close to getting their, their title. They have uh, their seals, whatever they call it. So, when you do... When you accomplish certain milestones in the game... You can get titles, you know, a seal. Uh, and I'm really the only thing. I have one more kill. I have to kill one more person that's supering, invades and is supering. Uh, and then I got to just, at that point, it's just grinding. I have to reset reset the uh, 
uh oh what is it it's not valor valor's uh whatever the whatever the dredgen ranking system is for for it where i just have to reset twice and then i get a dredgen title it's like a prestige kind yeah. of thing you have to you have to get through the um Inf- the ranks infamy. Oh, prestiging. Uh, yeah yeah prestiging <laughs> Yeah, they have some of that. But yeah, I got to reset twice, and then I can have my nice little title that says I played a lot of Gambit. I don't even think I'm that good. I think I just played it enough. <laughs> my favorite pre- prestiging story is when I, you know, working for Activision, um, be able to play with one of those, you know, we got to do some live multiplayer testing, um, but you get into a game and you're like fifth time prestige and the game's been out for two days and that right. other kid on the other <laughs> side is just like, how? Why do you have all this stuff? And you're just scooting and sliding everywhere you want to with the best gear in the game <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> that was a lot of fun but yeah i mean that's all i've really got to uh talk about destiny unless there's anything matt that i missed no it's uh, i mean we talked about a lot i mean we could keep going for hours but i don't yeah, know if the listeners true. want that you know what i do want them to bring back though one last thing because i have every single time when you need to text me next time it happens the gallerhorn no oh, no i don't care about the gallerhorn but now that i have that stupid boat looking uh sparrow Sparrow races. Are those coming back ever that you know of? I don't know. I see it pop up uh-huh. every now and then on the Reddit. And I, I, I had so much fun with that. Um, I wish they'd bring it back. They need to just make it a permanent part of the game. Yeah. Just put it in there. Give us our pod racing, damn it. And just let us go. That was so much fun. That was uh, that was in the first Destiny. Is just you have these, sp- I don't know, uh, we in the game way you get around a lot of the patrol spaces and stuff is these little, they almost look like speeder bikes from yeah from like andor speed bikes, yeah. yeah yeah and uh but they had racing it was so much fun it, it was a seasonal event originally twice in the uh, destiny one and then destiny year three a rise of iron right uh they they made it a game mode like that you could just kind of custom play hop in actually i think it was halfway through rise of iron when they did their holiday event but yeah it was a lot of fun i wish it would come back because that was so much fun especially since they uh, have that little mini speeder bike oh yeah in the solstice event they have this like (laughs) super like midget small speeder that you could pick up and i picked it up i look goofy as yeah that was was an adorable little sparrow bike um no if they'd bring that back i think it'd be kind of fun and i know it's derailing from the entire like premise of the game but having like a grand prix mode where you've got like leaderboards that's there's just a you can do it because you know the the tower that you're on is supposed to be where everybody lives or like goes you could just have an in-game leaderboard that just sits on one of the walls and your name is at the top if you're like the number one racer in the area i just i think it'd be cool to have like a sparrow grand prix yeah it'd be fun it's just uh, build the world is what I'm saying. This isn't kind of off topic, but it's kind of leading into something a little different. Is uh, I, it's I think they're having having trouble keeping up with the game sometimes, right? So they're developing a lot of new stuff, especially last uh, last year with the forges, uh, Gambit Prime, uh, Reckoning, and uh, what they do with this the, the newest one, Season of uh, not. Yeah, season of opulence, uh, whatever their newest thing they just did, but uh, it, it's you saw that take a toll on I think Crucible and Strikes. We didn't get any new Strikes, and I think we got only one or two new Crucible maps. But as we previously mentioned in this episode, is there hasn't been really any love to that game mode. No modifications, just kind of knocking down some weapons that are overpowered. Yep. Um. So I, I'd love Sparrow Racing to come back, but I'd also like them to kind of. I don't want it to take away from some of those other aspects. Oh, yeah, sure. But I think it'd be an easy one you you support. You just put the... I mean, it's just sparrows. You just build a couple maps, 
you, you build in the game mode where you can match make maybe every season or two or three you throw one extra new map in there It'd be a lot of fun but yeah yeah no i think i think it'd be great i i do agree though with you because after grinding through those strikes to get the uh the armor uh, there's not a strike i want to play anymore except sorry my dog is apparently gonna make a loud noise and crash on the ground uh just plops that's all she does she doesn't lay down she just drops it's rather funny to watch but uh no i, I wish that they would put um where was i going damn it dog um the strikes you were playing yeah, strikes too. yeah so I, I the only one that i really want to replay is the strike that i first played and that's the one with all the rotating lasers and the the traps in there because that's just a lot of fun the pyramidia yeah, yeah. But, you know, I played them so many times, especially through that um, magical forest. I forgot what that was called. Yeah, they, 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 I think that's a problem. And again, kind of show, proves that they haven't done a, a lot to the strike playlist is a lot of those strikes are heavily weighted towards newer ones, which can be good. But there's two in particular that I'm not a fan of when I get them or the two that came with the Curse of Osiris DLC, uh, which I feel like for some reason I get a lot. But yeah, no, it's it. They they, they really. Is that one where you have to jump up to the top of that thing and fight the robot? That's, yeah, you start yeah, out on yeah, Mercury, yeah. and yeah, it's it's it just seems like I get that one a lot. Plus, it sucks that Mercury you can't pull your sparrow out because yeah, whatever idiot thought that was a good idea. <laughs> Run for thirty minutes. But uh, yeah, no, we'll, we'll see. I, I'd like to see sparrow racing, but it, it seems like they're getting spread a little thin on trying new things, but also trying to carry the all the old activities along with. So sure. Well, guys, thanks for uh, joining us here today on the podcast. Um, let us know in the comments or anywhere else that you feel. Uh, if you are a Destiny player, if you'd like to play Destiny with us, or if you uh, used to play it and are thinking about getting back into it or don't want to get back into it, give us your reasons why. Um, like this, subscribe to us, follow us, whatever it works out. Um, hopefully in the descriptions we'll start having our social media so you can follow us there. But uh, thanks for coming, guys. Yeah, it's fun talking about Destiny. I think we next time you got to talk less about Destiny, Sam. Yeah, yeah, I'm real chatterbox over here. Yeah, had yeah. a lot to say. Strong opinions. <laughs> next time, just, just let us get a word in or two. You know, right? Yeah. My bad. Good stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you next time around the campfire. Cool. This is when the plane decides to go by. Yeah. Dog is finally quiet. The plane's gonna fly now. Could you pick up the cat snoring the whole time? I'm maybe. <laughs> <laughs>